Chris Friesen. Hello, Ben. Hi. Wood and water rage. Wood and water rage? Wood and water rage. Wood and water rage. Okay. No idea what you're saying. What that Man, that, that's the name of the game. The name of the game? Yeah, the Rhino game. Oh! Hey! That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> so it's I totally know. like a skateboarding surfing game, isn't it? Yeah, it was. I checked it out. It's by a company. It was called like Town and Country Surf Designs. And I think it's like like there's still a legit clothing company. I think you're getting yeah. feedback, man. Am I? Yeah. What am I getting feedback from? Is what I want to know. Oh, I know. I think I understand what's going on. Is that did better? Your, did your cat knock your mouse off your desk again? No, actually, everything was okay up until just right now. Am I still getting feedback? I think it's okay. Okay. I think what was happening is I had my volume too loud, and you were coming through my headset into my mic. I think that's that, what was going on. That's exactly it. Yeah, so we're good now. I turned it down a little bit. Yeah, man. So, Wooden Water Rage, it's uh, town and country surf designs. They're still a clothing company, and I guess they came out with some nintendo game back in the day and that's what you were playing yeah now that we talk about it i remember like pink t-shirts with like bright yellow logos with that on it i think and like hats we gotta get you a hat man i'd love one of those hats (laughs) wear it for sure as long as Um, it was black or well even if it was like vibrant it was like pink like bright neon pink i'd wear that it'd be awesome oh man we've talked about so much and i've been bugging you every day at at work um (laughs) yes we we haven't been talking like let's let's set the table here just so i know a few people have listened to this and totally appreciate all the feedback people have given us um like you and i don't talk at work and we refrain from saying anything definitely about the story, but we try not to talk at all um, just so that I'm I'm a listener and the audience is a listener and you know your story. Yeah. But none of us know where this is going. Like you don't know the implications of what's going to happen and I don't and the audience doesn't. So I've been looking forward to recording every week and I've been bugging you every day because it's almost like this to me, like I'm as excited about this as I was on Thursdays when cereal used to drop. And I know that was like a pretty, that's a pretty, pretty heavy statement, but man, I used to like, I'd sit at the edge of my seat waiting for cereal every Thursday. Cause it was just one of those podcasts that there was so much anticipation behind the story. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I, wasn't really a big podcast person until I started working uh, where we work. And uh, I honestly, I didn't even know about them. I didn't even know they existed. It's just to the, to got to the point where, like, you know, you can only listen to your favorite album so many times before you almost get sick of them. And then, you know, guy we work with, he's just like, hey, you should listen to podcasts instead. I was like, oh, that's a good idea. I don't even know what that is, but I'll do it. So, so instead of listening to one, we're making one now. Yeah, it's pretty good. I'm Ben Grinnell, and this is Character. Episode 3, Final Fantasy. There's, 
so much to talk about. I'm curious about a million and one things. Um, I know that we've been, for, so for the two episodes we've done, we've been uh, a sailboat tacking and jibing in the harbor. We've been kind of floating. We haven't quite gone out to sea yet, but we're just yeah. we're going back and forth. And maybe what's what's good is if we we focus on a chunk of time and uh hopefully sorry man an email just came in i gotta close that it's okay beeping um if we focus on a period of time i think it's going to be a little bit easier for me to follow and for everyone to follow and we've got enough information now that we can we can have a starting point so yeah um before we get into that though man there's a couple things I've been thinking. So after the last episode, I don't know why. Now when I walk down the street, and this is what I wanted to ask you all week, I'm sitting there wondering, like I look at people on the street and I'm like, I wonder if that's Chris Friesen's brother. <laughs> right? So the question I had for you was like, do you, did you growing up, were you ever like, hey, I wonder if that's my dad? Um, no, not so much my dad. Um, it was more or less like, okay, so, uh, I have a brother that I know of that's Owen. And then I have another brother. Um, I think, I don't know if we talked about him. I think we did. He was given yeah, we... off to the church. Um, wait, wait, uh, wait. Yeah. This is a different brother. <laughs> Hold on. Okay. Wait. So you've got like, not the brother that we're going to try and hook up with. There's another brother that was given off to the church. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So uh, there was me, I was born, I'm the oldest. Um, and then my mother had another child that she gave birth to while in jail that I had no idea about. And, um, the way I, I found out was I was playing in the basement of my house and I found a box that had a bunch of stuff in it, and it had a picture of a kid that I've never ever seen. And I was like, "What? Who is this kid?" And then uh, I show it to my grandmother, and uh, she just kind of got all weird about it. And, I'm, and then it kind of just like I just kind of popped in my brain. I'm like, "Do I have a brother?" And then that that was just like like looks it was just like hey let's uh let's just not talk about this right now um like she's trying to figure out what to say to a kid to like maybe get away from this kind of subject and i'm like oh okay whatever i'm a kid so i just kind of like i don't know i went away and played some more or something like that so how old are you when you would have like when you found this box oh man i was young 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 like five or six Probably I have I don't know this this whole thing with the the age thing is gonna be a little weird too the timelines might not match up with how old I think I was we're just gonna say it's a it's a it's an assumption or um a guess <laughs> sometimes so I don't really know how old I was I was really young and I found this picture of this boy and on the back it had a name and on the back side it said Tyler and I thought for the longest time after talking to my grandmother, I thought this, this boy was my brother. Cause like, um, it had come up. Um, so I used to like, my grandmother used to sleep a lot when she used to live with us. And, uh, I used to like take naps with her all the time because she was, she was a hypochondriac. Right. So she always thought something was wrong. So, um, and then we'd always used to just talk about things and, uh, so we started talking about, she's like, yeah, you have a brother, so on and so forth. And it's like, he was like given birth in a, in a place and he, there was something wrong with him. So he was given away to the church. And I was like, what? Okay. And then I was kind of like, at that point, I was just like, there's nothing more to know. Like there's, he's gone. Like he's out of your life. Uh, kind of like, like when you were a kid and you had a, like a, a friend and they moved away, but they didn't really move away. They moved away to a different part of the city. But it was like, since they weren't in your elementary school anymore, they like didn't exist to you anymore. Um, kind of feel, I don't know. So like it was just like, um, 
yeah, that discussion happened. Um, but anyway, that was kind of long. But the reason why uh, your 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 um, first discussion or uh, first uh, intro that we had here about walking down the street, seeing if it was um, this could be Chris's brother, um, it happens that when I was camping young with uh, one of my best friends, um, he passed away now. Um, but he, uh, we were camping and he's like, we're at the playground. And he's like, man. Chris, there's your there's your doppelganger, and, I'm, and then I'm like, what? No. So we go and we find this kid, and sure enough, he kind of looked like me. And I was just like, at that point, I'm just like, man, I have a brother. I wonder how close he looks to me. Uh, but then we never really got to ask the kid anything, and it, we were all just really shy. And so after that point, I I kind of questioned like, oh, I have a brother. I wonder what he looks like. And every time somebody said like, oh. Hey Chris, I met I, I saw this guy on the street. It really really looks like you. I thought he was you. I always think, well, maybe that was my brother that they saw. So because... wait, you don't know where this guy is though, right? No, no, no. Um funny thing about that though is uh so we keep talking. I know we're again, we were going to be solid on this one, but um Dude, we just got to keep flowing with the story. This is Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> okay, so like my grandmother and I haven't been on good terms like for the longest time, actually forever now. I f- it feels like forever now that we haven't been on the greatest terms. Uh, we we kind of talked about that before. Um, so my grandmother, every couple of years, has always tried to uh, get in touch with me, to try to talk to me, to reconnect, and try to basically um, amend amend our relationship or um, end our relationship. Sorry. And uh, so the last the last time, this was probably last year, actually, she contacted my grandfather and she said that that brother can't remember his name now. I'll find it out for future the future. But he tried he wanted to get in contact with me. And but he wanted Basically, my grandmother wanted me to go see her before I talked to him. So the whole situation just kind of got all messed up. And I just was like, well, I I don't want to see you. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want anything to do with you. So it kind of just dropped there. So there, I do have this, this other brother that was given off to the church. But from what I was told young at at a young age was he was, um, he was kind of really messed up because, um, like, I was the first born, so she was heavy into drugs, but she wasn't that heavy into drugs yet, I or she, heavier drugs. And then he was born, and she was, like, really bad into drugs at that point. So he was kind of not okay. So that was the story I got all the time, was, like, he's he's your brother, but he's not, like, he's probably not okay. He's probably not good to talk to. And now that I think about it more, it's he's it's probably just, you know, He's probably fine. I could probably talk to him and be probably fine. But I have no idea. The Mennonite way, burying the story under the rug. Yep, cons- consistently burying burying everything until it goes away. So like, do you think your grandma knows where he is then? See, that thing I don't know. I, I don't know if it's true or not. I don't know if it was another way to try to reconnect with me. Because she's super shady and she tries to do crazy things. She's done some pretty crazy things um, in the past. So, um, yeah, I'm, I don't know if that's where that kind of ends right now. Is I don't really know uh, what's going to happen there. Actually, probably nothing now that I think about it. So on that note, do you think your aunt might know? And I know, and I was dying to ask you yesterday. We've got <laughs> we to gotta talk about this because I have no idea. So yeah. let, let me set the table here. Chris went to drive his aunt to some appointment yesterday afternoon and before he left we thought hey man like why don't you try to have a conversation with her and see if you can record it this was actually chris's idea i don't know if he recorded i don't know what the outcome of the conversation was if it even happened but uh i've been dying to know so like what happened so um and if it's good we're gonna use it we're gonna let we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna get this on the podcast somehow so this is a really good um i don't know is i don't know if it's a, like an invasion of privacy or anything like that but i was i'm definitely gonna like tell her 
um, that this is happening. But I thought it would be a really good idea to um, record our discussion on the drive uh, without her knowing. But I wouldn't use any of it if she didn't consent to it. Yeah, you said um, you were going to tell her. Yeah, I was going to tell her. Right, yeah. um, and and the funny – it's not funny. It's terrible. It's stupid. So we're, <laughs> we're driving, and, and this is very anticlimactic. But we were driving, and I started recording, and I told you how what I do with my headphones, right? Like, I always wear a toque, um, and I always put them in the toque to, like, just to store them so, like, they're not in the way because it's the easy way to store them. So I started recording, and it was recording on my phone, but in my car, I have to put, like, I have to put my phone kind of hidden away so, you know doesn't look like I'm texting or something. So what happened must have happened is when I put in my toque, I must have hit the mute button on the microphone. So when I put it into my toque, it was it was recording up until I got into the toque and then it just the all audio was gone. So it was a long recording of nothing. And it was oh man, it was a it was good. There was some good information there. But the thing is I want to try to get it again. So we're not gonna talk about it. God damn it. So, I was looking so forward to hearing some juicy material, but you did you get more, uh, like did you get more good insight or any like cool stories? Um, I, basically, I got ex- we talked about it a little. We I know we were, weren't trying to talk to each other about much stuff or anything, but basically, what was happening in my head previous to that idea exactly happened. So my aunt has um, kind of like uh dual personalities like she's she, she's a really nice woman up front but if you get on it get personal or annoyed she gets really angry like my family has like crazy anger issues so like yeah so we were talking about things and she was and i was asking her kind of strange questions and uh then she got really like upset and then that's where i just kind of like ended that but I'm going to try again. Like, we're going to have the exact same conversation, except I want to get it, so I really don't want to talk about it, because it, it'll, be, it'll be a good, it'll be good information for the podcast. Just walk up to her with, like, one of those journalist microphones. Yeah. <laughs> like, like a CBC reporter microphone. <laughs> Hold it out in front of her face. She'll be like, yeah, I'm just here to talk to you. Yeah. Um, afterwards, I was going to try, but she wasn't, um, I wasn't going to push her, because she was in a good state afterwards, so... No, that's cool. Like, yeah, I was just like, no, nah, I'll take you home. I'll hang out with you, make sure you, you're okay, and then um, that'll be that. You did the right thing. Smart yeah. man. So, but for future reference, we will, because, like, I do a lot for her during the summer. Like, she lives on her own. She's older now. She just turned 71. So she's she lives on her own in a house by herself, and uh, I'll be over there a lot to, like, help her out with a lot of things, so... Um, we'll get some good stuff there. She'll nice. probably be happy to, to happy to spill because we usually when I lived there we uh, we we got real deep with a lot of things. Nice. And she had no answers for me for most of the things. So, uh, that goes the 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 ignoring everything goes pretty deep in my family. Well, I know you said that um, one thing that's been happening to you, the the little that we have talked, one thing that's been happening to you is that as as we've had these conversations and as you've had time to reflect on them over the course of a week, new, um, new memories are coming up for you and you're starting to remember what a place looked like and, uh, everything's a little bit more vivid for you right now. Yeah. So, um, the, the, everything that we were talking about and it kind of brought back memories maybe it's just because i was thinking about it more but yeah it was definitely bringing back more memories like i remember uh i remember the name okay so this is this all basically involves the uh the woman's home or whatever we're calling it um basically it just brought back a lot of uh of visions in my head from that time and like i i remember a name now uh, I I kind of looked into it, but not really. There's like, there's a play. It's a place, and it has something something like what I was thinking it was, like a woman's shelter, women's home type deal, halfway, um, whatever they call them. Uh, and this place was called uh, Norway House. Okay. 
Okay, so I didn't really look into it. I don't really know where it is, what it is. But uh, I just kind of was like, Norway House, that sounds really familiar. I'm like, oh, man, that's definitely where I was. And then I searched it up, and, uh, yeah, they definitely have those type of homes. And I couldn't find the, like, one that I remember. Like, there was, that's all I had to go off of was the Norway House. And uh, so I, that's that's kind of where that ended. But, like, I can visually see everything of that place. I think... I might have said that before too, uh, when explaining more about Stacy and Matthew. So, so we I know we talked a little bit about that, and we were talking. Um, you had three things that happened to you, like three of your best memories from that place. And it's is Norway House. Is it a place in Winnipeg? I don't think so. Because there's a there's um, a a town in Manitoba called Norway House. I think that's where it was. That must have been like the place that we drove to. Because I remember the drive to this place was kind of long, longer than I was used to. Holy so. smoke! I think Norway House is far. Like, yeah, I don't, it was. I, I don't want to sound pretty... totally out of tune, but it's. I think it's pretty far, man. Like far north. Um. Yeah. So it was pretty. Oh man, it is pretty far. Holy crap. Oh my gosh. Dude, it's like up by Churchill, I think. Yeah, that's insane. What? <laughs> Holy crap. That is a drive and a half. I don't think... <laughs> Dude, I, I think don't... you got to fly to like Churchill. I don't think you can drive there, but... <laughs> if that's true, if you... What? No. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Okay, so if that's true... If we had to actually fly, that would totally break my mind. Because to this day, I still think that, well, I know, maybe I don't know, is that I've never been on a plane before. So, Well, maybe you drove there. But anyway, so you think you were in, you think the shelter was in Norway House, like the town? Yeah. yeah. But you looked it up, didn't you? Uh, like, which? Oh, yeah, you can totally drive there. <laughs> Didn't you didn't you say that you found a picture of this place? Uh no, I wanted to find a picture of this place. I think what we were talking about is I could picture in my head what it looked like. Oh man, we gotta uh, yeah. figure this out. So yes, definitely you can drive there. Eight hours thirty minutes. Holy smokes. Okay, so you had three memories in there that that you'd talked or you said you've got three memories and that's kind of there's a point where we left off and you're talking about Matthew and Stacy and um Stacy and you had your first kiss under the mistletoe what else <laughs> went on there describe the place to me you got to paint a picture here okay so i don't remember ever walking into this place initially i think it was really late so i can only assume so when i got picked up from the school was like midday so i guess it makes sense that i don't remember walking into this place because eight hours from midday i would have been pretty tired oh wait hold on this in this route includes a ferry you need to drive and then take a ferry holy crap um sorry um <laughs> so so i remember getting to this place and it, I, I guess I must have been really tired because all I remember was the the entrance, not not the entrance, but after the entrance, um, walking through this like area. And then like after you, as soon as you get in, there's a long hall, and the long hall kind of branches off into t two rooms. On the left, it was like the cafeteria slash eating area, and on the right was uh, like a bay that had like couches and TVs and stuff. And then if you further went, uh, if you the hall continued straight, and then on the right there was a, there were a couple rooms. And on the right past the seating area was the room where I played the video games. So like, and that room connected to the like lobby room. So there was like two doors that went into this room. And then when you across from that room, there was uh, like a place that had phones, and it also had a place for your jackets. And then if you continue down the hall, there at the end of the hall, there was a set of stairs, which led up to the, like, rooms or the sleeping area. 
And uh, I remember in that sleeping area, it wasn't just like a single room. It wasn't like me and my grandmother had a room to ourselves. It was more like a like a, a shelter type setting where there was a bunch of bunk beds all over the place. It was like one big room with a bunch of bunk beds in it. And so it was pretty noisy, I'm assuming, because you could hear everybody sleeping or talking or doing anything. Yeah. Um, I also, like, um, I don't remember all that that much because I had, as a kid, I had sleeping issues. I don't know if we if we talked about this, if you remember or not, but I had, like, really bad sleeping problems. Like, I couldn't sleep, and, like, it went on for, like, days and days that I wouldn't sleep. It still continues to this day. I still have really hard time getting a good night's sleep um so i don't remember i think by the time i was actually tired and go to bed everybody was just out like it was just probably like three four in the morning and everybody was just completely zonked um so i don't remember it being that noisy in that room and was the place like was the whole unit if you want to call it that the whole building was it was it like pretty clean and well kept with like nice yeah. staff and volunteers or was it a little bit dingy and felt felt kind of dark and dreary like what what did it kind of feel like in there uh it felt really nice like it was really clean it was really like i remember i didn't have a feeling of like um i was i don't think i was ever homesick it just felt nice being there uh it felt like um a whole new like like I was starting over, like I had a whole new life. That's basically what it felt like for that, that year, I guess, that I was there. It was like um, safe and hospitable. Yeah, it was nice. I mean, I got really sick off powdered milk once, so they had to get real milk. Um, I guess powdered milk is real milk. It's just dehydrated milk. Yeah. But I got real sick <laughs> off of that, and uh, that wasn't fun. That's one of my memories of that place. Brutal. And how many people were in that place like it sounds like it was relatively quaint yeah it didn't i don't i feel like there wasn't that many people there i remember like there was me matthew and stacy we were like best friends and then there was a couple other like a bunch of kids i remember but they were all younger than we were so i think we us three were like no there was a couple our age too uh, it was mostly yeah there's quite a few people there now that i think about it because I remember, uh, like, on Easter, I, again, got really sick. I get motion sick really easily. And I think we went for a drive or something that day and or went to the pool. So I got really mo- bad motion sick. So I was drinking ginger ale. And then we went to go find eggs. Or everybody had already gone. And I kind of just picked up the scraps. And there was quite a few kids. So it was it was pretty full. And the staff was really nice. Um, they were always very understanding. I never had issues. I don't think I have any issues with any of the staff that worked there. And they were all women. There was no men in that place. Hmm. So what were, like, one of those memories that you had, like one of the ones that stands out was meeting Stacy, it sounds like. It sounds yeah. like when when she first came into the, the space, it was just, uh, it, I mean, it's it stands out in your memory pretty clearly. What were... Like there were two other things that you said that were just um... yeah. I'm trying to remember what those were. I I remember the the parts with Stacy that it was it was really cool because like um, me and Matthew got really along really well, but so did my grandmother and his mother. They got along really well. They were like best friends. And then when Stacy came, it was kind of the same thing. Was I was really good friends with Stacy, and then Stacy's mom was really good friends with my grandmother and Matthew's mom. So it was kind of like a, I don't know, weird triangle of, of friendship that like the parents or the guardians had good friendship. And then the kids had really good friendship. Um, uh, I always remember there's like one instance with Stacy and this was like my first, well, I wouldn't say my first adult, um, feeling i guess but was when we were I, I can't remember i feel like it was near the end of this whole thing when we were getting like leaving um was we made that in that lobby area there's a bunch of couches and i was a really small small kid like really i was always small i think i didn't grow until like grade 10 so i was always a really small kid um we'd we'd always make uh couch forts 
And I remember being in the couch fort. And actually, now that I think about it, the couch fort. We were in the couch fort. And uh, it was just me and Stacy. I don't know where Matthew was at this point. Um, he might have been off with his mom or doing something like that. But I also remember no other kids being around. I remember it was just me and Stacy at this point. We were all the only ones in the lobby. So we made this couch for it and we're sitting inside and um, Stacy's like, um, I'm leaving soon. And I'm like, you're leaving? Like this, this is like my whole world. Like, where are you leaving to? And she's just like, I'm leaving soon. And then she just kind of like gave me a peck on the cheek. I was just like, what? Hold on. Hold, whoa, whoa. It was like, this is like my first, first like kind of emotional kiss thing ever. She gave me a peck on the cheek. And that kind of um, relates a little bit later when she actually leaves. But yeah, so that, that was like one of my fondest memories in this place was this girl that like was fairly possibly interested in me. I have no idea. Maybe maybe she wasn't. So she, yeah, she gave me a peck on the cheek and, and then we just kind of talked like she's getting out. And then I remember... I don't remember much after that part, but I do remember talking to my grandmother about it. So I was talking to my grandmother. I'm like, oh, so Stacy said she's she's leaving with her mom. And then she's like, um, yeah, Stacy's leaving, and uh, so are we. And so is Matthew. We all left at the same time. So I don't really know, like, what happened. <laughs> Maybe something happened to that place, or, like, um, they all just decided to leave at the same time. But we all... Um, decided to leave. And so when you left, um, like you said, uh, when we left off the last episode, you said when the three of you got out, like when you went in there, it was like a new beginning. But when you left, it was like getting out of jail. Yeah. And it was like another new beginning almost. So what kind of paint that picture? What happened there? Okay. So like, when we were when we were in there, it felt like a jail because all my memories are inside the building or inside this pool that we would go to. I never really had any memories of being outside. I think I was outside. Uh, I just remember being on the stairs outside for a little while, but there was like a camera that was facing the door. Um, there was also cameras in the law, like the when you walk into the building, there was like a desk and then there's cameras. I remember that. It just felt really weird being in that room all the time. Um, but it, when we all got out, it was really strange because, again, it felt like we were starting over. And for the longest time after we got out, um, my my grandmother had moved to an apartment on... Uh, it was just by a 7-Eleven where I grew up. It was on Edison. And uh, so for the for a while there, when we got out, I hadn't seen Stacy or Matthew for the longest time. And so we lived in... No, sorry. We didn't move into that building at first. We mil moved into the building right next to Chief Pegwis. There's these great buildings that live there with a really long staircase to get up in the back. I remember that it was really weird to me that that staircase was there. So that's where we moved. And uh, the, f the cool thing and the thing that I felt was most um, warming was s there was two identical buildings, apartment buildings. And Stacy had moved into the, n the one next to us with her mom. So you guys were up in Norway House. Like if this is the – we got to figure this out. Like I don't, I don't yeah, want to jump the gun. But if it is Norway House – you guys, when you all got out, Matthew, Stacy, and you all moved back to the same place, like the same city, or you were close enough that you still saw each other? Yeah, like streets apart. So, no way. Um, yeah, streets apart. So this must have been like my grandmother and their moms talking or something like that. Um, they must have been such good friends that they wanted to continue their friendship away from this place. So maybe it was one of those places that they they try to um, they try to put you in a certain home, and that's why you and Matthew and Stacy were all placed in a similar vicinity or apartment block. It's possible, but that's assuming that. I mean, maybe it was inside the city. We don't know. I'll have to look into it. We got to figure this out. 
yeah we definitely do because i remember like that specific word was used a lot um now that i think about it like norway house was um always a thing i think i i can't remember i don't think i've ever asked i don't think i ever asked where we were <laughs> your your aunt would probably know uh i don't think so because my grandfather kept a lot from my family just like he keeps a lot from everyone about stuff like that so um and one thing that we didn't touch on that i was thinking about before too is like my in elementary school your friends your crew of friends are like everything to you right like you need your approval of all your friends at that time and uh it was just weird to think that i didn't see them most of them for like a year yeah i didn't see any of them didn't hear from them nothing and, and so when you guys were out you were out of the the shelter you're all in that same apartment block you said you and stacy and matthew still hung out though once you were back in school yeah, so this is this is where it gets a little weird, and the whole starting over thing kind of kicks in, like the reality of things kick in. So, I lived in an apartment next to Stacy, and Matthew uh, lives lived in an apartment that's actually at the end of my aunt's street. Um, so he lived there, and I lived with my grandmother, and Stacy lived with her mom in the apartment next to us. So the whole time that we were there. For the longest time, I remember, like, when can I see Matthew and Stacy? Like, I haven't seen them in, like, a couple days. Like, when can I hang out with these people? And it was such a weird thing because I, I feel like being in this place, like, the the woman's shelter or the, the prison, was, it was a whole different world. It's like if you go to band camp you're at band camp because you all have similar um interests you're all there for music so that's what it kind of felt like to me afterwards because when we got back to reality like i'll call it um we all weren't really good friends we all like were different people we were the people we were before we went to this place because we didn't have really anything in common anymore other than this place that we were at and it felt like stacy and matthew wanted to forget this place where me it didn't really bother me that i was there like i, I felt like i had a like a good time it wasn't stressful i never was sad um but i remember hanging out there's like this hill on the on one side of the apartments that that stacy lived on and we were hanging out just like sitting on this hill and it was just the weirdest feeling because we didn't know what to talk about like we just sat there and we just it was like two people meeting for the first time it was a really strange feeling and after that day i remember we rarely saw each other like we i don't think we ever really hung out that much after that like i remember we would see each other and then just like say hello like we were acquaintances but after that we didn't really talk it was a really weird feeling for me um same thing with matthew um when matthew came back um he had all of his current like his old friends like he was hanging out with them all the time and playing video games and stuff and i'd go hang over hang out with him and his friends and his friends just like it was just weird because i was the outsider and he, everybody knew everybody so they were joking and whatnot and playing and stuff and then there was me like i knew matthew but i didn't know any of these other people and i kind of didn't care to know these other people either but yeah, so it was a really strange thing. Me and Matthew still hung out. Um, afterwards, we kind of realized that we both had um, we both had different personalities. Um, like we didn't have the same interests really at all. <clears throat> and uh, so we stopped. We just kind of lost lost connection. And I started hanging out with all my other friends again. Like I saw Scott. He was my best friend like grade two until like high school so like i started hanging out with him and it just felt like we just kind of got back into the old grooves of how our how our previous lives were <clears throat> um 
when was the last time that you saw Stacy and Matthew? Like, do you kind of, do you remember it? Is it vivid or did it, did your relationship just kind of fizzle off? It pretty much just fizzled off. Like, I would see Matthew every once in a while. Like, he'd call me up and like, hey, come over. And I remember going to his place a lot. But I also remember that I didn't like it because his, his, his mom always smoked in the house, in the apartment. And I didn't like it. So I remember it wasn't a pleasant experience for me. Um, we played with, like, Transformers and stuff like that. But that was about it. We really didn't hang out much after that. Um, Stacy, I don't know if it was her mom telling her that she didn't want her hanging out with me but she just had a weird it was just like a different kind of aura to her like she just didn't want to talk or like she was scared of me or like just kind of like a different kind of outlook on how I was and it was just like a really strange strange time and for to be a kid that you could go an entire year thinking you know these two people like the back of your hand and then um you there's a new setting and it's just like come two completely different people and this isn't the first time that this has happened so like um it was weird that was that was literally i i know i said there was a whole new chapter but that was that was the end of that like we didn't talk we didn't go to the same school we weren't the same age so we weren't even if we did go to the same school we wouldn't be in the same classes and stuff like that so it was really strange did you ever think about them growing up like after were you like uh i don't know did you know how there are people that you meet um early in life like there are people that i've met when i was a kid and you wonder you're like i wonder where that person is right now or if i don't know if you saw them like do you think you'd recognize them um no i i don't remember i remember matthew having like scraggly hair it was always a mess but i don't i couldn't tell you what stacy looked like anymore like I, I wouldn't even be able to like i didn't know her last name i didn't know matthew's last name so i would never be able to unless i contacted my grandmother which then she might know but i that's probably not gonna happen Man, if Stacy or Matthew, if somehow this ever gets in their hands, if you're out there, Stacy or Matthew, follow us at Character Podcast on Instagram or send us a message. However, you have to. It would be ridiculous to connect again and uh, to to hear some of the stories you have as well. That'd be nuts. Oh man, it would be insane. Like that. That there's a podcast that we started doing. And all these people that you had experiences with in your life, um, somehow you connect with them again. I mean, that's that's the age we live in, right? Is this this interesting time of uh, connectedness, and everybody has yeah. the ability to reach out to each other and find each other, even if you've never met before, and you can be halfway around the world. So it's man, entirely possible. Who knows what's going to happen? Yeah, it's crazy. Um, this is kind of a reoccurring theme throughout my life, though, is this weird starting over thing. Um, the different directions that my personality jumps around is crazy. Like, there's some, like, the people that know me now, um, when I tell them some stuff, they're just like, there's no way you were like that. There's no way you did this. There's, there's, like, you did that. You, it's like, you went around canada with that band uh, that like that's it's kind of kind of crazy to think how much our lives can change on a snap of a finger like uh like just this one part where matthew and stacy it was just really strange that 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 this could happen like man it's just super weird so and like oh keep going sorry man no sorry you continue I was going to say you so when you got out like you're you're back in grade 5 and that's like another new beginning what what did that look like That was weird. That was really weird because I had just gone through this whole like Matthew and Stacy thing and they were like my life. They're like my best friends and then I had got back together with my old crew like Scott and uh people um Scott and Brad and Mickey all these all these names of kids that I hung out with when I was a kid and um 
it just felt like I was just like that whole year that I was there. It just felt like it was a dream. Like it didn't happen because I was just back to being normal. Chris Friesen, little Chris Friesen, hanging out with his friends and stuff like that. It was crazy. Like when I went back to grade five, um, it didn't feel like I left. Cause I also wasn't, um, a year behind, right? Like I was a year away from like, I guess it would have been like maybe like half a year away from school. And like, I didn't go back a grade. I wasn't held back. I went forward and that was a huge mistake. Um, growing up, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't like, they always thought something was wrong with me. Um, like mentally, but they didn't know what it was. And my, my grandparents never wanted me to, to, uh, do anything like about it, like see a doctor or anything. So like in school and they're like, Hey, you know, Chris can't read at all. You know, he's, he's leaving grade six to go to a middle school. He can't read at a grade two level. So it's like, my grandparents are like, they asked me, they're like, well, do you want to stay back in grade six for another year? Um, because your teacher thinks it's a good idea, or do you want to go with all your friends to grade seven? Of course. What, what am I going to say? I want to stay back and not have my friends. No, I totally just went forward. And that was a huge mistake, but also a really cool story too. Like it, it gets kind of interesting. It might not be too interesting to most people, but I think it, it, it defines me a lot as a person now, which is kind of cool. Um, so and this goes, sorry. No, keep going, man. So this goes back to like, I know we're kind of jumping around how, how it felt, but I, I feel like that's basically the only feeling I had about that was that we went from this one chapter where I was, had these two friends who were meant everything to me and I did everything with them. And then I moved on to this next chapter where I was with my grandmother. And at this point I was living with my grandmother. I wasn't back with my grandfather. I lived with my grandmother for a while. And I was back to this point where Stacy and Matthew just felt like, just made it seem like I didn't exist to them ever. That's exactly how it felt. I just like, I was nothing to them anymore. Cause I, I, when I hung out with them, it's like Matthew kind of, it felt like he was ignoring me, but really he was just having friends, fun with his friends. And then Stacy being really weird because we didn't have anything in common other than this place that we were in and swimming. Like we would go swimming together. That's about it. So then now I'm back in school with like hanging out with Scott and Brad and Mickey and Alfredo and, and these kids. And like, it was, it was felt like I never left. So, um, and, and at that point it was like, I wasn't really thinking about it yet, how weird it was, but I also was at the same time. So like I'm back in school and now everything's back to normal. Did you, so when you, like you didn't know how to read and I'm sure there were other things academically that were super hard, but like, did you understand that you couldn't read? Were you, was it like a parent to you where you're like, Hey man, my buddy, like, let's say Scott, you're like, Hey, Scott can read and I can't. Or did you like, was it almost yeah. like you didn't even realize you couldn't read? No, it was totally, it was totally like Scott knew. And there's one instance that just like, it finally broke me and made me realize that I wasn't like all the other kids. Like I couldn't do things that all the other kids did. So like when I was in school, even before I had left, I was always in a class that was for kids that had like learning uh, disabilities or just weren't learning as fast as the other kids. And I remember there was this kid named Adam and I always thought he was such a badass, but he had like, I guess at the time his diagnosis was, or whatever it was, ADD. So like he had a really hard time focusing and doing work. So I thought at the time, hey, he's cool. He's being a badass. He's throwing stuff around. He's screaming at people. And, uh, you know, there's something wrong with me. So I may as well do the same thing. So again, I was a very rotten kid and, uh, that continued all throughout elementary school where I was in like a special class to like learn how to read better or like do math or other things. I mean, geez, I'm terrible at math. I'll always be terrible at math. Um, you can always learn, man, anything in life. Yeah. Time on task. 
yeah i mean she's our current current workplace has taught me a lot about uh, has made me forced me to use a lot of things that i never thought that i would consistently use in my life so it's pretty cool don't discount your worth man you're smart smart dude yeah i i, I hope so i i i i think um i'm i'm pretty okay <laughs> um you're more than okay so um so it was it was pretty frustrating like you you couldn't read in that that it sounds like that was just a time on task thing where maybe you hadn't spent enough time at the right times in your life um learning to read and is that why you got a little bit delayed um no that actually that that really didn't happen because so the school tried i would um i'd stay after school for like a a class to help me read we all the kids were reading um boxcar kids i think that's what the books were in grade six or five or six i think it was five maybe it was four i had a split class in grade four um and then i couldn't read at all and like at all like i couldn't read nursery rhyme books in grade five like i couldn't read the simplest of, of words and i got really frustrated because my friends would be like oh just throw an e at the end of everything you know make it right because I couldn't, I couldn't spell because uh, at the end of grade six, I couldn't not write the word because. That's how bad it was, and uh, so I knew. And my fa- my grandmother and my grandfather also tried helping me. They like got me these flashcards and they got me this like globe to learn like just I don't know stuff on the globe, and they got they tried to get me a bunch of help. Like my aunt from Saskatoon, my mom's sister, she. Um, she tried helping me too. Like it was just a weird lost cause. Like I just could not grasp the concept of reading and writing, and like math was even worse. Um, so what happened was at the end of grade six, and I remember my teacher, Miss Mazer. Um, she was amazing. She was so nice, and uh, that was that was it. I mean, like it was go to grade seven or stay back, and it was I went to grade seven. But something happened that summer that I'm I cannot like I don't know how it happened or like something in my head clicked. But this 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 kind of happens throughout my life where like something just clicks. So that summer, my grandfather had a friend who has now passed away, his best friend. Um, but he had a a cabin, and we'd always go to this cabin previous to this or we wouldn't always but we go to it like sometimes during the summer and we would uh just like watch i remember watching um billy madison for the first time in this place and i thought man i love billy madison that was my favorite movie as a kid and um he had a tv there and then like when i was at home i'd always watch like watch tv or play video games so that summer i had picked up a new game I can't remember where I got it from. I think one of my friends gave it to me because they got rid of their Super Nintendo or something like that. So I got this uh, this Super Nintendo game. And I kind of started it at home, but it was really frustrating because the game is called Final Fantasy. It was Final Fantasy 3, but it's at technically Final Fantasy 6 um, just because of the, I guess, the translation or something like that because it's a Japanese game, I'm pretty sure. So the, it frustrated me because the whole game... I don't know if you've ever played a Final Fantasy game. Yeah, I played it on Super Nintendo, and uh, I don't remember it super well, but I think there's a lot of uh, like a lot of writing that comes up, isn't there? Yeah, like the back in the day, there's like we were we didn't have voice acting, and we didn't have stuff like that. We didn't have any of that in Super Nintendo games. Like what they were like 180 megabytes big, maybe total like the cartridge so like you couldn't fit anything other than a couple soundtracks and and some sounds that weapons did or something so um i went to this cabin and i remember that i spent a lot of time at the cabin for some reason i don't remember why really i think my grandfather um just wanted me to get away from the city and my friends maybe Uh, i knew i wasn't uh i wasn't I wasn't a good kid still, so I was still getting into trouble a lot. Um, I had a friend, Brad. Um, he was one of my... There was, like, we had this crew growing up, and um, 
we all kind of looked out for each other because we all came from like kind of not good families so we all we all thought that you know we had each other and we'd uh grow up together and like take care of each other and and we all weren't the smartest kids and uh so um yeah so i kind of like i guess i stayed away from them like there's a story um the first time i ever tried marijuana i was eight years old oh my gosh jesus Um, (laughs) i will tell that i'll talk about that after i talk about the super nintendo story so i am at this cabin and i have this game that i had started at home but i was really frustrated because the whole game is reading and it's not the first time that I played games with reading. I just before it's like you know Mario, you don't have to read or anything. You just tap A through all the screens and then you go jump and kill things. But Final Fantasy, you have to read everything because everything has a meaning. Like a weapon has has a name, and then like an enemy, a certain enemy you have to find to kill has a name. So everything, context, text, everything had you had to read everything in this game, no matter what it was. So it was really, really, really strange because I played this game and I, I beat it that summer. I beat it from finish to start, and, and now that's unheard of. Like, if you buy a game these days, it takes you 20 hours to beat a game, right? So, But it took me all summer to beat it, probably because I couldn't read anything. And back in the day, Final Fantasy games had zero direction, so you had no idea where to go in any of those games. Sorry, frustration. Um <laughs> But yeah, so I I had spent the summer playing this video game and um, just hanging out at a cabin and um, there was no lake to swim in. This, apparently the the swimming of the lake was really crazy or something, so I couldn't go in the water. So it was basically just me on land, like running around in the woods and playing this video game. And at the end of the summer, I remember my my grade six teacher requested that I go back and take like a test or something like that i can't remember what it was but i jumped from having no reading level to jumping to having a grade seven reading capability come on i could read perfectly at a grade seven level in like the course of a summer by playing a video game in a course of a summer by playing a video game i could read like like any other kid in grade seven i was blown away and the thing is i didn't even know that i could do it like you didn't like you still thought that you couldn't read yeah like you thought you were illiterate like you were playing this video game and you thought you were illiterate and you took this test and you still thought you didn't know how to read no after the test i realized that i could do it like she's she told me she's like you can read and write at a grade seven level. I was like, what? this is weird. I don't know what you're trying to do here, but like, that's really weird to me. And I forgot to mention one of the most important parts, why I finally realized that I, I had an issue and that I probably should have stayed in grade six was uh, Scott and my friend Mickey. Uh, we went hiking at, um, we went hiking at Birds Hill. And to this day, I can remember this moment with my hands gripped real tight and how mad I was at my friends. Like kids can be cruel. Like that is true. I was the smallest kid growing up. I got beat up all the time by my friends. I got picked on by everyone because I was a small kid. But we went to Birds Hill and we went on a hike and we were done. And we were standing at this rock and it had a plaque on it. And my friends and I, I remember exactly how I said it too. So they're like, Chris, can you read this? And I'm like, and I'm like, oh yeah, sure, I could try. I said Byard's Heil. I remember it. I was so mad because after this, I said Byard's Heil, and I said it really slow. I was like Byard's Heil, and I was so mad because they just burst out laughing. They just started laughing at me, and they're like, basically calling me an idiot, saying like, it's Bird's Hill, you idiot. Well, I don't think they said idiot, but I remember they were just really, really just like laughing hysterically that I could not read Bird's Hill. Um, that's that moment is when it kind of clicked in my head, like, ah, like I need to learn how to read, or like I don't know how to make myself better. I think that was more the issue was like I can't read. I've tried a lot of things. 
my grandparents have helped, the school has helped, I have no idea what to do, and it's like, I just can't read. And it's like, the teacher told me that I probably should stay back, but I'm not staying back. And then the summer happened with the Super Nintendo, and I could read fine. And you were probably frustrated. Like, they they probably asked you to, to read that sign on purpose. Probably. Probably did. And, I was so mad. And you were frustrated because you you knew at that point that um that it was hard and it's it was a struggle yeah and it it was frustrating because i felt like that was the only time that it actually clicked in my head that i had a problem i think that was a part of the problem as well is like up until that point i didn't think like i didn't take the seriousness of the problem I mean, I thought I was just like a kid that had problems and I was always going to be like that and always need to have this help. So um, do you think that drove you to figure it out or was it just like a natural progression when you were playing yeah. Nintendo that somehow it clicked and you figured it out? It just clicked. Like, it just happened. Like, I was a gamer growing up. I'm still pretty much a full-time gamer. Like, it's what I spent most of my I don't know. I mean, the words in the game move really fast across the screen. So that might have had, like, forced me to try to read faster or try to read something faster. I don't know. But by the end of that game, Kifa or Kefa, man, I kicked the crap out of that boss. And I also kicked the crap out of learning how to read. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we got you got to let me know about this cabin. Um... I don't even know where it is. I don't know if you have a clue where it is, but you got to tell us more about that. And uh, I think I think we'll come back next time we record, and you can tell us more about the first time that you smoked pot. Eight years old. Eight years old. The stuff I did when I was a kid is gonna make people cringe, but it's gonna be fun. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Intro music by Delicate Beats. Theme music by Me and Molly. Check them out online, meandmollymusic.com. Download their latest record off iTunes, Old Friend. If you like what you hear, subscribe to us on iTunes. Don't forget to leave a review and uh, follow us on Instagram, at characterpodcast. If you have any questions that you want answered, hit us up there and uh, hopefully we can answer them for you. Don't forget to share everything with your friends and uh, those who share might just get a surprise or two. So thanks again for, for your support and listening. This is Character.